Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 yum. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. Uh, for the most part, we've said we're going to be cooking Greek. However, my last two episodes was uh, chili and the buttermilk biscuits and i just want to update you update you guys on those the buttermilk biscuits were fantastic um when i did put them in the fridge i should have shaped them a little because of the heat they have spread out so my biscuits weren't as tall as i would have liked but the taste regardless was fantastic and they were done uh, because there was a little small issue with my mom looking at them and saying, oh, they're a little overdone underneath and underdone on top. Well, in the end, they were so delicious that, uh, uh, yeah, uh, she basically bit her tongue because they were fantastic. Uh, the chili, if you guys remember that recipe, it was two and a half tablespoons of chili powder and one hot pepper. Uh, it wasn't hot at all. I had a, a an aftertaste of heat. I could have handled more. So for those who like heat in my house, it was a very mild chili. For me and my husband who like mild chili, we could have handled a little bit more heat. So there you go. If you guys want to add a little bit of cayenne pepper or a little more, uh, or maybe some red pepper flakes or something like that, by all means, go ahead. That That's, again, that's a preference. So... Uh, we're actually going to make another recipe today that's not Greek. I mean, Greeks do, we're going to make a fruit salad. Greeks do eat fruit salads. And sometimes uh, a basic fruit salad in Greece might actually be um, honey mixed with uh, lemon juice and just a whole bunch of cut up fruits tossed with honey and lemon juice. Or... Um, yogurt. So some people do yogurt with honey and fruit, some do yogurt and fruit, some do yogurt, honey and walnuts. Actually, that's a very traditional way of eating yogurt in Greece. Yogurt, honey and walnuts. Anyway, but we're going to do a fruit salad and we're actually from next week's episode, we're going to get back to doing some Greek cuisine. So this is I think our huh I knew. I think it's our ninth episode. So out of the nine episodes, the three are not Greek. And I don't plan to just cook Greek. I'm going to try. That's going to be my base because that's my culture. And I want all of you guys to uh, taste and appreciate Greek cuisine. 
but every so often I am going to do stuff that are not Greek. Uh, so this is our, our next recipe, like I said, is uh, the fruit salad, which is not Greek, but it's delicious. It's good for a dessert. You can serve it as a dessert. You can serve it as, um, I like having it for breakfast. Um, parents usually want to teach their kids to eat fruit, and I am a total advocate of fruit eating. Fruit is one of the healthiest things that the good Lord has given us. And uh, in his wisdom, he knows best. And we should be teaching our children to eat fruit. And most of the times we don't have problems, but you might get that one picky eater who just doesn't want to eat fruit. Uh, this is also a good way to teach them because when you have a fruit salad with all this other delicious stuff in it, uh, they might actually go for it. And the first time I made this was at my 23rd anniversary party and I took it out onto my buffet table with desserts. All the adults <laughs> went for the desserts, the cheesecake and the chocolate cake and so on and so forth. To my surprise, even though I had a lot of candy and I had given out candy, I had about I can't remember now, maybe around 12 or 13 children. And most of them went for the fruit salad. And it's maybe because it's got marshmallows in it, but I was happy to see the kids uh, chowing down on the fruit salad. So, the other thing I want to mention about our recipe today is it's a great make-ahead recipe. So if you're having a party, you can make it from the day before. And it's actually recommended that you make it from the day before because you want to put it in the fridge and let it chill so that all the flavors can blend and marry together and uh, it just gives it that much of a nice taste. And don't worry about your fruit going uh, brown because our fruit salad does have lemon juice and lemon juice helps to slow down the uh, natural browning of the fruit. Now, if you're worried, because we are gonna put bananas in our fruit salad, if you're worried, put the bananas in just before serving. I personally, when I made this, I did it the day before and the fruits were not discolored the next day. Not only were they not discolored the next day, but because I had made a double dose, I had a lot left over and I put it in the fridge and we were eating it for about four days and still the fruit didn't discolor. I think by the fourth day, the sauce started to get a little runny because the fruits were releasing their juices, but it was still delicious. The other thing I want, I'm going to give you guys the recipe, but I want you to know this is customizable. If you don't like coconut, don't add it in. If you don't like marshmallows, don't add it in. If you don't like both of those things, just don't add it in. If you like one or the other, choose which one you want, add it in. Also, if you don't like coconut, add in half a cup of chopped walnuts or a nut of your liking, your taste. And I actually think that uh, with all this sweetness that the fruit has and our sauce is gonna have, it would be nice to add a salted nut in because it'll give you that contrast of sweet and salty. So try that. Um, the other thing is the fruit is customizable. I'm gonna give it to you guys the way I make it, but of course you can choose the fruit you want. So let me grab the iPad and I forgot my earbuds and that's okay because this way you guys can actually hear how I'm reading the recipe. I'm going to, um, to let me turn on the iPad. Press, press hold to unlock. Okay, this is an iPad mini, so it doesn't have um, 
the finger ID or the face recognition. So I had to punch in the passport. And I'm on the notes app. And I'm going to turn the rotor. Until I hear lines. And I'm going to swipe down and give you guys the ingredients. So the first ingredient we have is three beaten eggs. A quarter cup of sugar. Juice of one lemon. Two tablespoons butter. One cup green grapes halved. If you don't like them and you want to use black or red, go ahead. Um, a 20 ounce can of pineapple chunks. An 11 ounce can of mandarin orange segments 13.5 ounce can or jar of cherries of choice this recipe i use bing cherries but if i don't find them i'll get sour ones i'll get i wouldn't use maraschino but i mean that's an option as well so any cherries you like and i'm sure you can even do fresh cherries uh two firm bananas sliced so one and a half cups of whipping cream, one and a half tablespoons of icing sugar or to taste, half a cup of sweetened or unsweetened coconut flakes, one cup mini marshmallows. So those are our ingredients. We'll put the iPad aside and if I forget, I'll just refer to it. Um, so we're going to start right off the bat with our... And I've got a lot of gadgets and stuff out because I'm going to need them. I'm just going to start off with the butter. Now, remember what I told you guys about butter. Hi, try. I don't need a fork, but I have it in my hand. I'm going to need it later. Uh, try measuring out butter. Try grabbing hard butter or even soft butter and try doing tablespoons. You're never gonna be exact. So, as I mentioned on the buttermilk biscuit recipe, I, um, a tablespoon of butter is 14.13 grams. Uh, I haven't actually calculated out in ounces and I'm sorry, I should have done that because maybe the ounces would have been more accurate. But you know what? Average, 14 grams of butter is one tablespoon. Unsalted butter, please use unsalted butter. Uh, 14 and 14 is 28. So we need 28 grams of unsalted butter. And again, this is butter that I have, that I'm using. Whoops. It's a block of butter and I have it in my fridge and I just slice off what I need and I didn't turn on my scale. Hello. Okay. Scale is on, and I'm just going to cut off a chunk and place it on my plate. Hey, if I really wanted that, if I wanted one tablespoon of butter, 14 grams, I wouldn't have gotten that. I happened to get it this time. Let's see if we can manage another 14. I doubt it. I think that's too big. Yeah, so we're at 36 grams. So I'm just going to pick up one of the slices of butter and slice off a little bit. Okay, we're at 32 grams. So I'm just going to slice off a little more. 
25, and so we're a little bit less than we should be now, so I'm going to add a little more. There you go. We've got 28 grams. Now, again, if it's 29, it's okay. Um, I'm not going to need that anymore, so, and I'm not going to need a scale. That's it for our scale today, so I'm going to put my butter. Okay. So we're going to start with the sauce because the sauce needs to cool down. <clears throat> so we're going to use three eggs and I'm just going to grab my bowl and my fork. And I've got three eggs here. One, two, and one has rolled somewhere. Okay, we found it. So. I'm gonna do three eggs, and I showed you how to crack eggs on other recipes. Don't go flying, okay? I'm just talking to my eggs. Okay, that's one. Two. And three. <gasps> Whoa! I pressed too hard. <laughs> this is how you can get eggshells uh, in your egg mixture when you're in a rush and you add a little bit more force. But I don't think I got any in from what I felt. And you're going to beat them with a fork. You don't have to beat for a long time or get them fluffy. You just want... Um, you just want to scramble them a bit so they're not in the shape of, I don't know, whatever, eggs. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. And you're going to grab, I, of course, my nonstick pot. We're not going to need the lid, so let's put that aside. So you're going to place your eggs into your nonstick pot. And of course now my pot's not even on the stove so I can feel for it, center my bowl over. And I'm just using the fork to pour the eggs in, shaking the bowl a little bit, and that's it. Now, <clears throat> our recipe calls for a quarter cup of sugar. Um, you can use whatever sugar you guys like. I am a type two diabetic. So wherever I can get away with using uh, coconut sugar, I do because coconut sugar has a lower glycemic, glycemic level. Um, however, coconut sugar isn't as sweet, surprisingly, as white sugar. So anyhow, I'm gonna use coconut sugar. If you guys wanna use regular white sugar, by all means, I'm just gonna open up my jar of sugar stick my quarter cup in. My jar is actually quite full. Now, I'm turning it around so I can fill it. I'm turning the jar around as I'm scooping. Oops. Now, that's not exactly. So my, my the problem is right now, even though I tell you guys to use open jar, um, wide mouth jar, uh, 
white wide mouth jars. The problem is, is that I overfilled this one. So I can't get it totally full. So I'm just gonna scoop some out with a tablespoon and I do it over the sink. So if I spill any, which I just did, as you heard. Okay, now this is a little more heaping than a quarter spoon. Doesn't matter. Remember I said coconut sugar isn't as uh, sweet. So I'm gonna add that into my eggs. And actually, just because from experience, I'm actually going to add maybe one more tablespoon, okay? But basically, it's a quarter cup, okay? So that's that. And now we need the juice of one lemon. And I've showed you guys in the past, squeeze, see, I've got sugar on my counter. Oh, well. So just um, roll with the palm of your hand, roll and press down as hard as possible on your lemon. Just press down as much as possible. Put it in your microwave for, oh, about 30 seconds, I would say. You're gonna, you're gonna touch it and see if it's warm. I just, right now I don't have the time, so I'm just gonna set it for one minute and I'm counting in my mind approximately what 30 seconds is and I'm just going to check on it if it's warm then it's good enough I want to get the juice of my I want to get as much juice out as possible if your lemons if you feel the juice isn't enough by all means go ahead and use one and a half or whatever the case may be so I'm just going to check on it and you know what it's pretty warm good enough so I'm just going to slice up I did have another knife here, which I don't see now, of course. And instead of bothering searching for it, right now I'm just going to pull out another knife, which I just did. So I'm just, I showed you guys how to do this. You center your knife on top, hold it on the corners, and hold your hand on top and slice right through. Okay? And I've got a manual, not an electric, uh... Juicer, or what do you guys want to call this? Some people call it lemon squeezer. I've heard citrus squeezer. So you just find the top of it. It's a nice cone-shaped top over a bowl. And you center your lemon on top, and you press down and twist. And I'm just doing that now. And try to squeeze and turn and press down until you really feel like almost all the flesh is gone. Almost as if you feel like it's just the shell left. Because you want to get as much lemon juice out as possible. And I'm just going to do the other half. And I actually, I can hear a lot of juice coming out, so I'm happy. <clears throat> okay, good enough. And I'm just going to remove the top carefully because I don't want my seeds to fall in to my juice. Now, if a couple of little ones fall in, uh, not the hard ones, but the ones that you can eat, it's okay. And add that into your eggs and sugar. Okay, and we no longer need that. And now we're going to put it on the heat. And I'm just going to pull my marshmallows away. Huh. 
now I find the knife I was looking for. Nice. Um, make sure that nothing's close to my burner. Okay. And I have a wooden spoon. And I'm just going to turn the heat on to uh, medium-high. So far, five. Probably somewhere between six and seven. And I've centered my... I oh, forgot that I turned it on. Uh, centered my pot. It's got a long handle, so I'm going to hold it with my left handle. And I'm going to start stirring the mixture to dissolve my sugar. And this isn't... Uh, this mixture, it, it's not a big amount, so it shouldn't take a long time to um, start to boil. But you do gotta dissolve the sugar and you do gotta stir because, I mean, these are eggs, right? You don't want scrambled eggs. <laughs> you want, we're making a, a an egg curd or a lemon curd or some people call it like a thick lemon pudding. It's really the proper name is curd. So pretty much my, I can feel that my sugar is almost dissolved. It's still not quite dissolved, but I can feel the difference. At least it's not in one big clump in the center. Now, how do you know when this starts boiling? Well, sighted people can see little bubbles starting around the edges. Obviously, we can't. <coughs> For me, and I've never burnt this, <laughs> and there's always a first time, and it could be today because I'm on video. I'm on YouTube, and I could burn it, but I'm not, I hope I don't, because I never have. Um, you'll feel it starting to thicken. If it's starting to thicken, then believe me, it's starting to boil. Because at that point, we're going to take our heat down a little bit. Right now, it still feels just as when I put it in. It feels liquidy. And actually, at this point, I'm so sure that it's not boiling that I could just lift up the spoon and let it do its thing and not stir. But again, we don't want to risk any sticking or burning. So I'm just going to continue. And if you feel little clumps of sugar, it's okay. Just mush them with your spoon. Always scrape the bottom with your spoon. So you apply a little bit of pressure sometimes when you're stirring. Not always. Like right now I'm not applying pressure. I'm just stirring. But if I wanted to, if I felt some clumps, I would just, you know, scrape. Apply some pressure. But you shouldn't, it shouldn't be an issue if you're constantly stirring. Okay. Now, some people add vanilla into their lemon curd. I don't. The coconut sugar has its own fragrance. So do the marshmallows. And the marshmallows pretty much have a vanilla-y smell. So I don't add vanilla. And most people don't. But there are a few who say, no, 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 it's nice to add vanilla in. I think it depends on what you're making. For what I'm making, I don't need the vanilla. And I feel like it's starting slowly to thicken up. So just in case, I'm going to, because I can feel it, I'm going to turn it down to medium. 
and I can actually hear that it is starting to boil. I, I heard it go gluk, 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 and I feel it thickening up. So basically at this point, there's not really a, I can't tell you guys, stir it for two minutes, stir it for one minute, stir it for three minutes. You just, when you reach desired thickness, And it's not, it wouldn't be very long. If you're doing it for three minutes, I think you're doing it for too long. Maybe one minute or two. And I'm just stopping and just feeling the thickness with my spoon. And don't worry about eggs being in a fruit salad. You're not going to be able to taste them. And they are being cooked right now. And that's good enough. So I'm turning my heat off. I'm pulling it off the heat and I'm continuing to store, stir because of the heat. Um, there's still heat. So I've pulled it off the heat and I'm holding it with one hand and I'm just stirring. So now we're just gonna set this aside to cool. And I have one of these, it feels like a burner. It's a stainless steel. It actually feels like the burners on your stove but just the grooves are wider and it's so that you don't burn your counter. So I'm just gonna put it on another counter wherever I can find room. So it can cool, and I'm gonna put it on that. Okay, so we're ready to move on to the next, oh, sorry, see, I almost forgot. So now add your butter in. So we've taken it off the stove, we've put it on our counter and just throw your butter in. Okay, and start stirring to melt that butter. See, I almost forgot. And I'm just, with my wooden spoon, I'm sorry, it's a little dark here. I hope you guys can see what I'm doing. Maybe I should just, here, move to the light. Yeah, so I've added in my butter and I'm giving it a good stir to melt all that butter. And from the heat, it will melt. And if you're worried about chunks, just keep stirring. And I'm feeling with my spoon to see if I can feel any chunks. I thought I felt one, but now I don't. But I'll just keep stirring. Giving it a nice stir. This is hot enough that it should melt the butter, no problem. Okay, good enough. So let's put that aside to cool again. And see, I'm sorry guys, I almost made the mistake. I didn't add the butter. Okay, let's move on to the fun part. And we actually, sorry, I have the butter that needs to go in the fridge. We'll just put that aside. We don't need it. And let me grab a big bowl. Now, you need a big bowl for this. Uh, a big container. And it should be airtight. And I have one of these. And I actually sometimes... Um, it may not fit in my container. So what you're gonna do is you're going to put it in your container, you're gonna stir it all up, you're gonna make sure that everything is coated and if it doesn't fit for your lid to close, at that point, you can separate it and put it in two containers. So, I did the work before and I've got uh, one cup of grapes, seedless grapes, you don't want seeds 
in your fruit salad. Seedless grapes, and I've halved them, so I just chopped them up with a knife. Now, if you're chopping up your grape, and as your knife goes through it, a lot of juice is coming out and you feel it that it's mushy, don't put that one in, eat it. So I'm just tossing the grapes into my container and I've let them strain for quite a bit. Uh, why do I have this here? I don't remember. <laughs> I have a plate that I don't remember what, oh, I know why, okay. Never mind. <laughs> now we need our can opener. I don't have a lot of room, I'm sorry, so bear with me. I put my strainer that I had my grapes in, I put it in the sink, and I'm gonna open up the, I'm using an electric can opener, and I'm gonna open up the mandarin oranges. And I feel my can turning, and it's gonna go click. Oh, there it goes. Okay, did I turn off my stove? Yes, I did, okay. And we're gonna throw the cap, and I'm gonna dump the mandarin oranges right into my plastic strainer. And I'm just gonna feel with my hand inside the can to see if anything's left, nothing's left. And I'm giving them a shake, a good shake, and I'm just using my fingers to push them aside. And I can feel dripping. So I'm shaking, 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 shaking to get all as much juice out. If you have the time, let them sit for a bit just to get all the juice out. I don't have the time right now. I've already told you guys I always go overboard on my videos. So I'm adding in the mandarin oranges into the container with my grapes. Strainer goes back into the sink. And now we're going to open up our pineapple. So can opener, okay, didn't get it that time, so let's try again, whoops, hands are a little slippery because of the juices, and there it goes, it grabbed it, it's turning, yeah, it's struggling to turn, so what gives there, who knows, so I'm just kind of wiggling it around to help it, and it's refusing to do it. So we're gonna try again. Don't get frustrated, these things happen. Okay, now we got a good grab. Okay, click, that goes away. And now we're gonna dump the pineapple chunks. And you can hear all the juice coming out into the strainer. Again, use my hands, nothing left in the can. Shake well. And I actually just put my hand underneath the strainer just in case I can't hear to feel what's coming, what liquid is coming out. And there's still quite a bit coming out. So I'm just gonna continue to shake, shake, shake and let all that liquid come out. Like my hand is getting soaked. You can't hear it. Sorry. You can't hear it, but believe me as I shake, I don't know if the camera can catch that, but a lot of drops are falling onto my hand. It's like it's raining on my hand. So I'm just shake, 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 shake. And the drops are getting 
a little bit less. Joe, are you okay? Do you need a break? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very hot today, guys. Again. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just asking my friend here if he needs a break. Sometimes people can't handle too much heat. Again, now, if I had the time, I would let these sit a little longer, but I don't, so I'm going to add them in. We no longer need this strainer. And I just washed my hands off from the pineapple juice, and I no longer need this. Now, when I wanted to make this salad, and I went to the supermarket, they were out of cherries, believe it or not. The gentleman at the supermarket tells me that it's got something to do with COVID. So I forgot that I didn't have cherries when I decided to do the video today and make this recipe. And I was also craving fruit salad. So it's what I told you guys about this is customizable. So why shouldn't I make it just because I don't have cherries? If you have the cherries, great. Now you would repeat what I just did with the pineapple and the orange um, segments. Now, because I don't have cherries, and sorry, let me get my um, can opener out of the way. We no longer need that. Because I don't have cherries, I looked through my cupboards and I had an open uh, jar of cherry preserves. That's what I would call them in English. What they really are, they're called spoon desserts in Greece. So they're halved fruits or sliced fruits or sometimes even whole fruits that are boiled up in sugar, water, a little bit of lemon juice, so on and so forth. And they're canned. So the way we can jams and stuff like that. These are fabulous. They're very sweet. So I have them straining, but I only had maybe a quarter of a jar. That isn't enough for this recipe. But I had five strawberries sitting in my fridge that I didn't eat yesterday. So I chopped up my five strawberries and I have these cherry preserves. I washed them, I cut them into chunks, the strawberries I mean, and I also let the cherries sit in the strainer so they can drain of any excess syrup. And I'm just gonna add those in. If you have the can of cherries, go ahead. Um, but this is another option. Maybe if I didn't have this, I would have maybe opened up a can of peaches and I would have sliced up the peaches and no harm done. I'm just grabbing a spoon, just a regular spoon. I'm just gonna give these fruits a little bit of a mix. Um, gently, you don't want to destroy your fruit. I just want them to get all mixed up because I just plop them in. But I don't want to mush my strawberries or my cherries or my um, uh, grapes, so on and so forth. Don't worry about getting them completely um, mixed because you're going to mix again. So I'm just going to put this down. Okay, now. <clears throat> we are going to add in coconut. <coughs> now, 
Because I'm a type 2 diabetic, I usually go for non-unsweetened um, coconut. But I happen to have sweetened coconut. So I'm going to use the sweetened coconut because I don't want it to go to waste. Normally, I would make it with unsweetened coconut, even though the recipe actually calls for sweetened. So I have my half a cup. And I'm just going to center the bag over. And I'm going to start pouring into the cup. And you know what? If you want to add a little bit less than a cup or you want to add a little more, it's, this is a preference thing again. I wouldn't pack this down. I'm leveling it, but I'm not packing it down. So dump that into your fruit and set your cup aside. You're going to need it again. Now, I do have a scissor somewhere. Same thing with the marshmallows. I've got mini marshmallows. Your fruits are chopped, uh, or even in the cans, they're small pieces of fruit. So, you know, I don't want the giant. I don't want to try to pick up a spoonful of fruit salad and get two huge marshmallows in my mouth. I want a little bit of everything. So I'm just opening up the um, marshmallows. Now, again, if you want a little more than a cup, by all means, go ahead. If you want a little less, by all means, go ahead. Now, my marshmallows, I guess from the heat, it's a hot day, have stuck in together a little. So I'm gently putting my hand in the bag and separating them. Some may separate, some may not. So I'm just going to, instead of tilting the bag over, and putting them into the cup. It might take me a little longer, but because they've stuck together, I'm just grabbing a bunch and I'm sort of separating them and sticking them into my cup to get the approximate. I really should weigh this one day. So that way I can say, you know what? I need, I don't know, 60 grams of marshmallows or whatever the case is. So anyways, now I'm gonna try to grab the ones that are not stuck together just for the sake of not boring you guys and I found a nice handful that's not stuck together so I'm just grabbing handfuls and putting them in my cup and this isn't going to be exact somebody might feel that oh that's good enough like where I have it right now that's good enough if you're a perfectionist like me and you really like marshmallows you're gonna say I see an empty space here I see an empty space there and that's about a little more than a cup, but I really like marshmallows, and I guess that's the kid in me. Okay, good enough. And marshmallows go in. And please don't put these cups away. You're going to need them. Okay, now, what do we have left? We have left our bananas, but the bananas, I'm going to go in last. So... The only thing we have left to do, I'm going to set the fruit aside. And I'm going to do the whipped cream. So, you're going to grab a nice clean bowl. And just in case it's not clean, I'm just, which it is because this is washed. But just in case some dust fell in or something, I'm just wiping it with a napkin and I'm going to grab my whipping cream 
And this is, I think I've told you guys this before, but whipping cream, don't take it out of the fridge until you're ready to use it. So I'm opening up the whipping cream. Okay. And this is actually, I've bought a 500 ml container of whipping cream. I wish they had, uh, you know, what is it? 250 ml is one cup and 125. So 250, 350, 375. Unfortunately, they don't sell 375 containers. Um, <coughs> but I need, what's going to be left in here is a couple of tablespoons or like half a cup. It isn't worth saving for me because I'm not going to use whipping cream in the next couple of weeks. So it's going to go bad. So I'm just going to do it right over my sink. I'm going to fill up my cup. So I've centered the container over my cup and I'm using my cushion thumb and I felt it get come to the top and I'm going to go over to, into the bowl and pour it all in. Now, grab the half a cup now and do the same thing. And I'm just pouring and I felt it come to the top. Now, it's possible from my nervousness that it didn't actually get all the way to the top, even though I felt it on my finger. Maybe a quarter of an inch was missing. This is a recipe where you don't have to be exact, so you want a cup and a half. But I'm just gonna tilt my container of whipping cream over my bowl and I'm gonna let, I don't know, I'm gonna let some drop, very little. Okay. I heard it drop, that's good enough. I'm sure now that I covered any empty spaces. And I'm gonna grab my sugar. And again, this is to preference. I'm going to add a tablespoon of icing sugar. I'm leveling it off. That's one. And a half. So one and a half tablespoons of icing sugar. Now, I'm gonna let I'm gonna set this aside just in case I want more. Now, in another recipe, I did tell you guys that you should start whipping your cream and then add your sugar slowly. You're gonna say, why didn't you do that today? Well, the sugar that I'm using is a very small amount. And I know, I know I don't need too much because our lemon curd also has sugar in it. So I'm pretty confident that my one and a half tablespoons are enough. Sorry, I'm just trying to plug in my mixer and I'm having a little bit of a hard time. Okay, there we go. So I'm gonna whip the cream and I've showed you guys how to do this before. You gotta stay on the same speed until it thickens up. So I'm gonna go to level three. mixer around. 
guests, I'm serving it to myself. I'm actually putting the mixer on the right side of the bowl, and with my left hand, I find the edge of the bowl and I dip my finger into the cream, and I lick my finger to see if I like the sugar, and I do. It's not too sweet, and it's not too bland. So this is good enough. So all we have to wait for is for it to uh, thicken up. And please don't be disgusted at the fact that I licked my finger, because if I was serving to guests, I have enough of a brain not to do that. But I really am serving this just to me and my mom. Um, and we don't, we're not disgusted by each other. So yes, it's not a good practice, but in a home kitchen, it's certainly normal. And I'm just switching hands because my right hand got tired. So I'm switching hands. At this point, for the sake of the video, you shouldn't do this, but I'm pretty confident. I'm just going to speed up my mixture a bit. cream that it's starting to thicken up most people tell you that you shouldn't stop it but I am gonna stop it just because I want to scrape the sides and bring the cream into the middle of the bowl the parts that haven't been beaten and we're almost there guys please be patient and that's it and let's start the mixture again back to four just pushing all the cream into the center I'm just gonna confirm I picked up a teaspoon and I'm gonna touch it yeah so it is thick it's doable but and it is sweet enough for me I just tried it again it needs a little bit more for my liking 
This would be perfectly good to continue on with the recipe, but I like it a little thicker, so give me maybe one more minute. thank God. So I'm going to unplug it and push off the beaters, any cream that's on the beaters with my fingers, but I've unplugged it. So I feel safe. And this is another reason why, I mean, regular chefs, regular cooks wash their hands before they start a meal. I mean, can you imagine somebody going to the bathroom and then starting to cook for you? Well, that would be disgusting. Um, so blind people, I would say need to definitely double wash their hands because I use, I, I told you, we're gonna use all our senses in a blind kitchen. Okay? Just, okay? Just rinsed off my fingers from the cream and we'll put our mixer aside. Now, I need to check on my egg curd. If this is too hot and you add it into your whipping cream or your whipping cream into your egg, excuse me, lemon curd, egg curd, whatever you want to call it, then you're going to ruin your whipping cream. So I'm going to stick my finger in and guess what? It's totally cold. So see, by the time we got everything ready, it's cold. So. I'm gonna drop, using a wooden spoon, I'm gonna gently drop, as gently as you can, I'm gonna drop all of this into my whipped cream. Okay, I, I think there's more in my pot, but I wanna get whatever's off my spoon. So I'm just pushing it off with my finger, letting it drop into my whipping cream. And I'm trying to um, drop it as gently as possible. And I'm gonna see if I can get any more out with the spoon, which I, I can hear that I am getting some out. And we're almost done, guys. And again, I'm going to push whatever's off my spoon. Okay, don't put this spoon away. I'm going to use my fingers now, my hand, to get whatever else is out of the pot, if I can get anything out, which I can. So I just heard some drop from my hand. It's quite a bit, actually. So let's try to get as much out as possible. You know, this stuff, it is a sugar mixture. It sticks to your pot, right? See, you can hear my hands. You can hear plop, plop. See, so that means there's stuff left in here. 
Okay, that's about as much as I can get out. Is too much of a big deal. And I'm just rinsing my fingers off. Now we've got a bowl of whipped cream with a mixture in the center. Now my mixture is sort of on the brownie side or on the dark side as I'm told because of the coconut sugar. If you were using white sugar, it would probably be more of a lemon colored. So you're gonna take your spoon and you're gonna scoop all the way to the bottom of the bowl and you're gonna come up and fold. And then you're gonna go down across the bowl and fold. And you're gonna turn your bowl and you're gonna repeat. You're folding the mixture very gently. If you guys start stirring like crazy, well then so much for beating your whipped cream. So I'm turning my bowl and I'm folding the mixture. Now, I can go around the sides and bring my whipped cream a little bit into the middle. And again, I'm gonna go under and turn. Oh, guess what, guys? Left my spoon in here, my teaspoon, so. <laughs> okay. See, I felt that with my wooden spoon that I forgot to remove my teaspoon, so. And we're gonna continue to fold. You can give it one stir or two, and then again, fold. Now, because you're blind, sighted people can see, you want this to, sorry, I'm gonna rinse off my fingers again. Um, you want this to incorporate. You don't want big gaps of whipping cream or big gaps of the egg, um, lemon curd. You want this to mostly be combined. I don't think it'll ever be totally combined. Okay, because you've got two very thick um, substances. So I'm just stirring around very gently. And as a blind person, you might do it a little more than others. Try not to do it too much just for the sake of not deflating your whipping cream. But I also can feel that this is starting to be more of a, uh, I can't remember the word, a binding substance of sorts. So I'm just gonna fold one more round, one more round, give it one more stir and scrape the sides. And I think that's good enough, even if it isn't. You're gonna also mix it up with the fruit. So, grab your container of fruit again. You know what, before I dump in my mixture, remember we dumped into our fruit, we dumped in the marshmallows and the coconut. They're just sitting all plopped on top. So let's give it a little bit of a stir so it can all mix up with the fruit. I'm just tossing and tossing, tossing. You know how to toss, right? You you scoop and whoop up into the air. You just you just want to give it a good mix. Okay. Okay, that's good enough for now. Put that aside. Okay, let's dump our mixture in. 
And like I said, this is going to help with the fruit uh, not discoloring because there's lemon in it. So I'm just dumping all of the whipped cream mixture now in as much as I can with the wooden spoon. And I'm going to try to use my wooden spoon as much as possible because this is really thick stuff. So when I try to do it with my hands, I am going to get it all over my hands. And if for some reason your sugar hasn't completely melted, please don't panic. Why? Well, because the fruit is going it, to, it's called macerating. The fruit will macerate uh, with the sugar. And the, if there's any sugar that's not melted, it will melt when it chills in the fridge. So I've added my mixture in. There's probably more in the bowl, but I'm going to give it a mix now to start coating the, uh, coating the fruit. So I'm just throwing my fruit onto the mixture. So I'm kind of folding, throwing fruit or whatever my spoon is catching. Could be marshmallows, fruit, coconut, whatever. And folding it all together. And now this is a thick mixture, so you might have to fold and move some to the side. Stick your spoon in, toss. And you're going to give this a stir before serving, of course. So don't panic. Now, at this point, let me throw whatever's off my spoon. I'm going to try to add whatever, if there's anything left in my bowl. And I don't really feel anything, but from experience, I'm pretty sure there's something left in the bowl. So I'm going to throw off whatever's on my wooden spoon, put that in the sink. And now I'm going to use my hands and I'm just tossing whatever's in here, which, uh, yeah, about, about a cup's worth. So I'm just throwing that in with my fingers. See, I knew there was stuff left in here. And you definitely don't want this to go to waste. This is what makes your fruit salad, fruit salad. Okay, good enough. And I do have some that I can't get off my fingers, but I tried. Oh boy, lots of cleanup again. All right, now give it another toss with the new amount that you added in. And I'm just gonna turn my bowl to help me. So I'm tossing, trying to coat all the fruit, and I'm turning the bowl while I'm doing that. Okay, so good enough for now. Now, our final ingredient. Now that we've got the lemon curd in our uh, bowl, I'm going to peel a banana. So I'm just gonna throw the peel off. Now I'm gonna use a knife that doesn't have a metal blade. These knives are made for cutting up your lettuce so that it doesn't go brown quickly. Supposedly, if you cut up certain fruits and vegetables with the metal 
bladed knife, which almost all our knives are metal. Um, the, the, the fruit, I hate to use the word decay, but or decomposes faster. So I'm using one of these knives that are supposedly made for fruits and vegetables. It's got a plastic blade. And I'm just gonna, when you peel a banana, the top or where the stem was may have a little black spot. Some do, some don't. You're blind, how do you know? Well, who cares? Cut off a little piece and throw it away in the garbage. So I'm just gonna slice up a banana. You can put it down on your counter and use your finger as a, as a guide and slice as thick as you like. I am not gonna do that, I wanna go quickly. I'm gonna use my finger as a guide and I'm just slicing right into my bowl. Now, if you feel your slices are too big, where the banana is the fattest, you can put your knife and cut vertically down the banana, but I didn't go all the way through. I went about two, three centimeters from the bottom, but the banana feels, even though there's a slit right through it, it feels like it's intact. And now if I cut through, slice through, now I'm getting half moons falling into my um, fruit salad. And that's just because I don't want, like I said, I don't want huge chunks in my mouth because I want to get on my spoon a little bit of everything. So I'm just, and you can even do quarters if you want. It's up to you, whatever your preference is and however thick or thin you want them. I wouldn't recommend too thin because if you do it too thin, well, when you try to serve, you might smush the bananas. So I'm almost done. I'm almost done the one banana. Okay, one banana is done. Before we add the next one, let's give it another stir. See, the fact that you're stirring sort of every step, you're getting the result slowly that you need for all your fruit to be coated. Okay. And I'm just going to... Okay. And let's do the final banana. Same way. Actually, sorry. I'm opening it up from the part of the banana, that we're, not where the stem is, the, as my mom likes to call it, the butt of the fruit. And that's sometimes where you have a little black uh, spot. And if you get these strings that when you open up a banana, just throw them out. I'm gonna cut off the little piece and I'm gonna start slicing because the first part of the banana is skinny. Okay, a few slices. And I'm gonna make my horizontal split and hold the banana in place. And again, this knife also doesn't really cut. Um, it won't cut your fingers easily. You have to get a lot of pressure for it to actually cut you. So I'm just slicing the banana and I'm almost done guys. It's half, uh, half moons are falling, the shape of half moons are falling into my fruit salad. At this point, if you want to be creative, like I said, you can even add walnuts or some nuts. You can add, I wouldn't, but some people may like. You can add some candy, you know, or if you really have to convince a kid to eat this, 
I think the marshmallows should be enough. <laughs> but if it's not, and we're done, uh, if it's not, you know, by all means, add in whatever you think. So I added, the, add in whatever you think um, will help. So I added in the last banana and I'm tossing gently. And you're just going to keep tossing until gentle tossing, please. Until you think it's all coated. And now, if you want, you can touch it. And I just did. And I can feel that there is cream on most, or the cream mixtures on most of my fruit. I do feel some that don't have it. So I'm going to just continue a little more. Okay. And I think we're pretty good. And because, like I said, you're going to stir this up again before. Now, at this point, if you want, grab a spoonful, stick it in your mouth. Perfect. Tastes perfect and to my liking. So, we're done. I'm going to grab a napkin. I'm going to go around the edges of my container with a damp napkin just to make sure I don't have any curd or whipped cream on the edges. I'm going to cap it. Push it down so all the air comes out. Seal it. And you heard the clicks. Make sure it's all sealed. And I'm going to put it in my fridge to, for it to chill. Give me one second. Yeah, should have made room first. <laughs> okay, got that in. There we go. And that's it, guys. That's our recipe for today. As you can see, I have a lot of cleaning to do now. Just from a simple fruit salad. But oh well, the result is fabulous. This is going to sit in the fridge till tomorrow morning. Uh, it's a Tuesday afternoon. If I want to eat some at 9 or 10 o'clock at night, it certainly will be chilled. But they recommend an overnight, you know, at least your 12 hours, let's say. Um, so tomorrow morning for breakfast, I'm going to have a some pancakes and maybe some scrambled eggs and a nice bowl of fruit salad. So I hope you guys enjoyed this recipe. And remember, it's a make-ahead recipe. So you're having a party, make it the day before, take it out on your dessert table, and you've got a beautiful uh, fruit salad. Again, remember, it's customizable. And I'm, I was going to have the email address ready today. Unfortunately, when I called my internet provider, they uh, had something like a two-hour waiting period to set up my email or something like that and I just didn't have the time to wait and it, like I said it's a nice spring day I want to go enjoy my weather or enjoy the weather even though it's COVID I have a huge backyard and I want to go have some fresh air so guys I with sincere gratitude and love I appreciate anybody who's watching and even though I don't know you and you may think this is just a punchline, but it's not. I love all human beings. So I love you all 
Again, thank you for watching and lots of kisses, a blind kiss to you, to you, to you, and see you on our next episode. Bye, everybody. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.